Hey, Harrison, will you be my Valentine? I'm always your Valentine. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, welcome to Honey Chips this week. Um, I'm really excited because it's the Valentine's episode, and I have a Valentine for, like, the first time in my life. So. <laughs> Actually, it's the second time. I was your Valentine last year. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we're talking Valentine's Day. Obviously, I've been so excited about this because I actually love Valentine's Day. Did you know that, Harrison? No, it's I'm like, a fan of it. I'm like it's so fun. Okay, obviously we've got Harrison here today. Um and I love having him because he's my favorite person. So I'm excited to record this episode and um put it out for you guys. So yeah, you guys, I love Valentine's Day, and it might be because my birthday's right before Valentine's Day. So like my mom would always decorate the house for both at the same time, and my birthday was just like day of love part one and then in four days i get to go to school and give kids valentines and get tons of candy um so i love it but i know it's like it's not everyone's favorite holiday and i think that's for good reason um in some cases so let's talk about the instagram side of things this week I had a lot of fun involvement from you guys, and I wanted to bring it up. So, the question, do you like Valentine's Day? Harrison and I do. Did you vote on this poll on Instagram? Yes. That you do like Valentine's Day? Okay, well, his answer is part of that. Mine's not. So, 62% of you, including Harrison, like Valentine's Day, and 38% of you don't. So, popular opinion is to like it, I guess, but... There are actually a lot of you that don't like Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to kind of validate all of your opinions on today's episode because, like I said, I think there are good reasons for both. Um, So this is from you guys. Here are some things that you guys don't like about Valentine's Day. Social pressure to do something big like get expensive gifts or go all out. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. This year... Okay, these are actually good reasons. Let's yeah. See this. this year, I will say, I kind of sort of unintentionally, but happily got Harrison, like, sort of an extravagant thing. And it's kind of a surprise, but he also kind of knows about it. Was it the candle? No. No. The $8 candle. <laughs> the $8 <laughs> candle? I was okay. like, oh, yippee. <laughs> okay, next reason. Boyfriend is gone and hard to shop for. That's terrible. That's so hard, too, to have your boyfriend away. Being single. I think this is one of the most common reasons for not liking Valentine's yeah. Day, honestly. Yeah. Um, well, I have a story for that. Ooh, we'll tell talk me. about that later. That was when I was 15 and we had that party. Tell me now. Let's talk okay. about it now. So, 15 years old, can't date anyone. Everyone... All of my friends were 15 still. And I said, we have to have a non-eligible bachelor's party. Because this is the (laughs) last year we're not going to be, like, obligated by society to take some girl out. Like, I'm not counting the years on your mission, so. (laughs) I mean, we got the guys together. 
was at my buddy Michael's house, and it was a really fun party. Just a guy's party that actually some girls ended up crashing later because they couldn't go out on dates either and didn't want to miss out on a fun party. But that was a lot of fun. Um, I think we played Super Smash Brothers and had some pizza and Classic. that was it. So yeah, I mean, a dude's party, or I think the more common thing is a girl's night on Valentine's. I know, like get your gal pals together and Galentine's. That's Galentine's. what it is. Yeah, well, mine was like that for boys. I think I'm trying to remember that year because I was in the same boat. I wasn't dating, right? Like 15 years old. And Valentine's Day, that year was crazy. There was this boy I just liked so much, and he ended up being one of my best friends, but I just wanted him to, like, ask me to be his Valentine. (laughs) But I think I actually hosted a party at my house with all my friends that night. Maybe not. I actually can't remember. But maybe I did something fun. Maybe I was just lame. (laughs) Either could be. Okay, next reason. That people assume that showing love on Valentine's Day has to be romantic. I think this is a great reason. Like, Valentine's Day doesn't have to just be, like, lovey-dovey relationship, right? You can say, you can let the other people in your life know that you love them. Like, your family and friends. I've never thought about it that way. I haven't really either. Like, call my best friend and say, hey, I love you, dude. Happy Valentine's Day. But I like (laughs) this reason, actually. Like, I think it's... I think it's really thought-provoking, and we'll kind of go into that a little bit more later. Um, Okay, next reason that someone doesn't like it. The basic gifts of overpriced candy and how it's all monetized. All the Valentine's Day-themed everything. I think that this is, like, that's a very specific opinion. I like that kind of thing. I like the red and the pink and the hearts everywhere. Yeah, they're good colors. Yeah, but I can understand why someone wouldn't like that. Okay, never having a Valentine kind of goes with that previous one. Relationships. This one (laughs) was submitted by my little sister, (laughs) 16, and um, she put a puking symbol. So. Just so everyone knows. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, boo. This one was really cute. Having so many boys lining up for her and not liking any of them. I think most people would like to be in your shoes. (laughs) But I do, like, that's actually a dilemma that's really frustrating, too. Like, it's all the wrong guys, right? Yep. (laughs) There was a time in my life that I did feel like that. So that one's crazy. Okay, being single and having it known. I feel like that's a huge social media thing. Like, oh yeah. If you're on social media and you're not posting about your Valentine, then everyone knows you're single. But I think it's something maybe we overthink, right? Probably. Okay. Capitalism. Capitalism. Yeah. I can get behind that. Like I can too. Hey, look, you don't need to go out and spend money. Yeah. For, just for a holiday. Honestly, like a lot of the most meaningful things in my life haven't been from that at all. Um, I think that was, when it came to dating, that was always a philosophy of mine, kind of from stories that my uncle told me. But he always said like, hey, if you can get creative and do stuff like cheaply, then you can actually have a lot of fun and do things that most people don't 
so yeah that's super true I think like in all of my dating the most fun dates I went on were ones where we spent like ten dollars or less even probably the free ones were more fun so that's just something to think about like to have fun or to have a meaningful experience you don't have to spend a ton of money like don't let capitalism and everything ruin your time (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay the haters who try to ruin a good thing Okay, that's the last reason there. Okay, let's talk about things that people like about Valentine's Day. Um, someone likes spending time with their husband. I'm, I'm on that train. I like that. Never, you've never done that on Valentine's. <laughs> I never have. This is our first married Valentine's, so that's fun. Um, this person's boyfriend always has some big elaborate plan that's super cute. I like that. That's fun. A fan of the big elaborate plan. Yeah. Sometimes that's just how some couples operate. Like, one of them is just, like, hugely elaborate. I kind of talked about this last week. I'm I'm such a planner. Like, I had my birthday this week, and I'm like, okay, now it's appropriate to start thinking about your birthday, Harrison. Actually, didn't you already figure my birthday out? Pretty much. And it's next month? And it's next month. Okay, so, yep. <laughs> that's how we are. Okay, showing love for others and chocolate. Yes, I can get behind chocolate so much. And love. Love is good. Um, seeing everyone wear her favorite color, which is pink. This one is so cute. That is so cute. Conversation hearts. I feel like this is a highly overlooked perk of Valentine's Day. <laughs> I love conversation hearts. The fortune cookie of... Of love. Of love. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, romance and treating each other to fancy things. Um, Being fancy and creatively romantic. Okay, this is really cute. This girl's dad always gets flowers for the girls in the family. I love that. There's something so special about daddy-daughter relationship. Um, Candy, chocolate sales, getting chocolate from her dad. Half off candy the next day. <laughs> Let's be honest. One of the best parts of any holiday is half off candy. Do they the next actually day. do that? Half yeah, off? that's a real thing. Wow. I know. Maybe we should go to the store. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> showing appreciation for loved ones and spreading love to everyone. Okay. So let's just talk for a second about being single or never having had a relationship, especially on Valentine's Day. Um, before I got married, Valentine's Day was often, like, the worst day of the year. And it's not because I didn't like it. Like I said, I love Valentine's Day. But, like, I'd get to that day and I'd just be so sad. Like, I have no one. And there was one Valentine's Day where I was in a relationship. And it was, like, the... It was actually worse than being single just because of the situation. But... Um, I think for me, especially, I'm like such a romantic at heart that it was so hard to be alone on like the day of love. Um, (laughs) Harrison's holding my hand. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, there's like, we've talked about, there's a lot of pressure with social media, um, a lot of posts where everyone brags about the person they love. And then when you're alone, that's just it's really depressing to scroll through social That's media true. on Valentine's when Day. When I got back from my mission, you know, I mean, 
you never even come home, honestly, because you've been away from home for two years and everyone's gone, you know? So then going through social media and like so many people being engaged or happily living their lives and it's hard to start with nothing. Yeah. So yeah, I can feel that. That's true. Um, so now we're married and... I'm going to give you some advice, some unsolicited advice just on this particular topic. You guys enjoy where you're at. I think that's actually one of the most like cliche, like your parents and grandparents and next door neighbor will tell you that. But there's a reason why they're going to tell you that. So just another thing, like I love being married, so don't question that. But Enjoy the time where you're single because it's super fun. Like, you're never going to have those times again. And that's just that's just Hopefully. how it is. Hopefully. Right? You want to find a forever. So, some suggestions. Go out and have fun with your friends. Stay in and watch a movie with your mom or your sister or your dad. I mean, like, actually, how long do you have to spend with your family? If you're still around your family, that is. Um, it, it's not that long. Like, it's crazy. After I was living with my family before getting married because they're close to the college that we go to. And it's kind of weird, like, not being around them every day, even though, I mean, this is where I'm supposed to be at in life and what I want to be doing. But it's, it's weird. And it's kind of crazy. And, like, there are times when I'm like, I want both. <laughs> <laughs> but... You just got to go with what's what's next. Okay. Um, so we kind of talked about how Valentine's Day can be about anyone you love, right? If you're feeling lonely, make Valentine's Day a day to show those around you that you love them, even or especially if they're not your significant other. Um, they're significant to you, right? They might not be like a romantic interest, but they're still important. Um, post about them on social media like hey happy valentine's day I, these are my friends I love them um, you're, you're gonna find your someone if you're single and you're like this is actually ridiculous and it's taking forever it'll happen I promise um, okay so here's another thing I wanted to share my sophomore year of college, I think, it was really hard because the year before, like, I went through some rough stuff, and walking around campus that day, I was just, like, reliving just all these terrible, hard things, and I think I was looking kind of glum and sad, and some girl walked by and just handed me a valentine, like, did not know this girl, she just saw me walking, and she just handed me this piece of paper, and I still remember it. So it was obviously significant. Just this like little act of service, this little piece of paper, like, hey, happy Valentine's Day. So if you're feeling sad, maybe do that. Sit down and write like a million Valentines and just hand them out to random people. It might be weird with COVID, but just do what you can. Or maybe just heart attack someone's door, send someone flowers or cookies or a text full of all the things you appreciate about them. And remember that you're not the only one who's sat on Valentine's Day. Like, there are lots of other people who feel that way. 
Um, so just help brighten someone else's day and it will definitely brighten your own. Okay, Harrison, do you have anything to say about like if someone's sad on Valentine's Day, what tips would you give them? Now that I've I mean, talked forever. I think it's a day that, because a lot of people, you know, have their minds on it. It might bring your awareness to some things you wish were different in your life. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, stay busy, do things you like. Yeah. Um, don't get too much into your head about it because, I mean, talking about the capitalism part of it, um, we use cap- we say capitalism, but the I'll say like the, uh, um, it's just the highly marketed part of Valentine's Day. It puts a lot of pressure on people to be a certain way in their lives. Um, and so recognize that it doesn't have to be that way today, mm-hmm. and that it's okay to be at a different stage of life. Yeah. Um, don't compare yourself to someone else. Right. I, some of the best advice I've ever gotten came this week. And um, it was from someone I really respect. She said, everyone's path is different. Everyone, your journey is going to look different from everyone else's. So if everyone around you is getting married and you're not, or, you know, whatever it is, just realize, like, it's going to come at the right time for you. And maybe there are different things you need to accomplish right now. Or maybe your person will show up in the next two weeks. You just, you never know. So just put your best foot forward and keep living your life. Okay. So, okay, let's talk about official Valentines. Who actually does this? (laughs) That's a thing when you're, okay, I remember some kids did it in elementary school. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that. That kind of didn't happen at my school. And maybe we were just like all just kids. I don't know. That's on the more weird side. (laughs) 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 No, I mean, in elementary school, I saw a whole bunch, but I never did. I didn't think it was appropriate because I was like, oh, that's for when you're older, right? Or um, middle school. Okay, yeah. Once in middle school, that was ninth grade. Yeah. I was 15. I think mine, mine was sometime in junior high. Someone actually did ask me to be their Valentine. And sometimes I still feel terrible because I was like, I'm not old enough for this. I'm so sorry. But no. <laughs> <laughs> actually said no and I I still feel bad um I probably broke that kid's heart and should have said yes but here we are um but like other than that I can't think of a super specific time I have someone I was talking to a long time ago was like did anyone do this because I feel like like no one ever asked me to be their valentine or anything is this a real thing so that's kind of a funny thing about life right okay so, you guys, we're going to talk about terrible dates because they're hilarious, especially after. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a while to heal from these. Um, but I wanted to start with your submissions because they're fun, and I love you guys. Okay. Some of them are pretty short. So, submission number one. I slapped a guy's hand when he was trying to hold mine because I thought it was a bug. <laughs> 
it needs to be like here i'm gonna hold your hand instead of like, more direct like brushing instead of the creepy crawly <laughs> yeah. boys take note okay submission number two axe throwing okay i know this story because i know this person like really well and i this was a date that wasn't a date like she went on this date and she was like is this a date or are we just hanging out wait did she think it was a date or did he think it was a date i don't know it was one of those things that awkwardly turned into like the exact numbers of a date but it wasn't supposed to be a date i got you just awkward you just don't know how to act on those things like do i flirt with you or are we just buddies okay submission number three in their words i once went on a date to a football game she didn't talk to me because she was talking to her roommates about other guys then she got cold and they left and i chilled with my bros first off okay i'm so sorry to just bluntly say this but that is so rude that's so rude yeah i mean dodged a bullet there she just didn't want to be there yeah <clears> she <throat> didn't sucks. want to be there She's it's probably, sad but at least like at least you knew i don't know i think that's a good example of someone who's too nice to say, to no, say no which isn't nice i okay this is something i learned okay quick dating advice moment from emily and harrison as a girl and as someone who really cares about other people's feelings, I had a hard time saying no. A lot. Mm-hmm. And here's Harrison saying, just straight up say no. That's yeah. what boys want. If <coughs> Like, they yeah. don't think they want it, but okay. they do, right? Like, yeah. if you wouldn't want someone to say, no, I don't want to go on a date with you. You don't want to be let on. That's, that's But far in the worse. long run, you would much rather yes. have someone say, no, I don't want to go on a date with you. And there are polite ways to do that, too. Like, hey, thank you so much for asking me on this date. I'm really not interested. And you have to be direct because if you say, oh, I'm busy that night, they're going to think it just means you're busy and ask out another time. So. Oh, I mean, fun story there. My dad asked my mom out and she said she was too busy. That was their first interaction. kind Mm. of. Um, But then she called him a week later. And she said, hey, I was really busy. I would like to go out. Yeah, that's another thing. Girls, boys have kind of figured this out a little bit, I think, (laughs) with the I'm too busy thing. Yeah, he was was bummed, but really happy when he got that phone call. Yeah, so just be careful with how you use your words, right? Be very direct. Like, hey, I actually have my sister's birthday party that night, but I would love to go out with you another time, if that's the case. Or... Hey, thanks for the invite, but I'm really not interested in going out with you. Yeah. Yeah. Good moment. Okay. Next submission. I took a date up to South Fork Park in Provo Canyon during winter. Very cold. Very, very cold. I don't know how she trusted me, but I fell in the snowy river trying to cross it. Oh, my. Luckily, I didn't get too soaked, and we left after. Those moments feel so embarrassing. But I bet it was fine. That's pretty fun, though. It's a yeah. moment to show off how spontaneous you are. <laughs> spontaneous adventure. <laughs> adventure. I love adventures. <laughs> no, but that's a good story. Um, okay, <clears throat> and then here are just a couple of cute, fun ones that you guys submitted as well. So, submission one. Picnic, walk, games, and movie. Wow. Let's talk about that for a second. This is fun. Why? Why do you think that was a fun date, Harrison? Oh, Let's analyze it. Pick it apart. 
it's a whole it's a whole <laughs> package of a day. I mean, you outside, you're inside, you're doing things. Um, well, it gives you enough time to get to know the person in a few different ways. Like yeah. Eating together, um, kind of just talking, participating in a game. You know, you'll see a bit of their personality with that, and then you know, get some pop culture with a movie or something. So I think you could actually get to know someone pretty well on a date like that. Yeah, that's a really well-rounded date. Maybe yeah. we should start rating dates. Like, that right. was a 10. <laughs> I don't like how people rate everything 11 out of 10. That's true. That's, that's, that's just, overused. Yes. Um, but I'm also not a professional cr- cr- critic. Critic? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. All right, submission two. So, submission two. So it was a double date, and we started by going to Nickel City. We played a bunch of games and won these super dumb-looking hats, and we decided to wear those for the rest of the date. So we went to the dollar store. Everyone thought we were crazy because of the hats and bought a bunch of wood statues to paint. And then we went to the pizza factory. Everyone there also thought we were crazy, and we had some amazing food. And it was just one of the best nights ever. This one's really cute. Um, I... Personally, I'm a personality that would love this kind of date. Just like spontaneous and really fun and kind of like a little out there with the hats and stuff. So this is super fun. Do you have thoughts, Harrison, that you want to share? No. Okay, not for this one. But this one's super fun. I like hearing about these things. Okay. Now we're going to get into some personal stuff. Ready? All right, Emily, tell us, what is this? Your My most, most embarrassing date. Okay. Right. This one, honestly, I feel like it's not that bad. And if I really thought, I could probably think of another one. But I came home from this date horrified. Okay, this was in high school. And one of my good friends asked me out on this date. It wasn't, like, really romantic or anything, I don't think, as far as I know. Um, and we ended up doubling with a couple of our other really close friends. So we went and hiked the Y, which if you guys are familiar with that, it's like, uh, part of me doesn't even think the hike is worth it because it's just hard the whole time and the view is like semi-okay. That's not very patriotic because I'm a BYU student. Anyway, so here I am like an asthmatic, puffing and puffing through these switchbacks the whole day. And I wore jeans, and it was in the middle of summer. Not the best idea. So we go up, and we come back down, and I'm walking with my friends in front of the guys. And they're just kind of having their own conversation, and so are we. And suddenly I hear, like, giggling from behind us. That's, like, the best way to put it. It's super not masculine, but they were just laughing. And I was like, what are they laughing about? Okay, flash forward, drop us off. I think I was the first to be dropped off and I walk inside in my front room, my mom had a mirror and I turn around and I look at the back of my pants and they're split. My pants were split on the state and that's probably what they were laughing about. But the unfortunate thing is like, that is, that is just something that happens to me. I ripped my pants all the time (laughs) and of course it would happen on a date luckily it was just like a friend thing and I wasn't super interested in the guy and I hope he wasn't super interested in me but um all that matters is that you weren't interested (laughs) (laughs) I think he's married now anyway anyway so that's 
Side note, we were on a scout trip once, I think we were 13, and my best friend brought three pairs of shorts and ripped all three of them. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I just remember him like sitting down with his legs just <laughs> wide open, just kind of sad, with his pants <laughs> totally just shredded. Uh, it was so funny. Oh, pant ripping stories are the best. I, like, why? I don't know. Okay. Okay, this one's really bad. This one's not embarrassing. This is just actually the worst date I've ever been on, and I want to share it because for a few reasons. I'll tell it first. Okay, this date was scheduled for 4.45 on a Friday. First off, what a weird time. <laughs> well, I didn't pick up on that part. I feel like it's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Like, if you go on a date on a Friday, you're going to go at, like, 6 or 7, right? 4.45? Um, I feel like that's weird. Maybe it's know. not. Maybe it's not. Maybe. It's just oddly specific. Anyway. Yeah. Probably, like, right after you got work or something. Maybe. I can't remember the exact situation. Okay, a couple disclaimers before I tell this story. I did meet this guy on Mutual. So, um, um, second disclaimer, I actually don't remember this guy's name. I don't remember exactly what he looks like or anything like that. So, okay. So this guy picks me up and we go to the creamery, which is my favorite ice cream place. I just, I love ice cream. Like love, love it. And I was excited. I was like, this guy's cute. This will be fun. And... We go, and, like, right off, I'm one of those girls that really likes having their door open for them. I feel like it's just, like, a good indicator of how the guy's going to treat me. And he didn't do that. And I was like, well, that's kind of a red flag, but we'll see how the rest of this goes. You know, kind of letting it slide. We go in, and the conversation is, like, decent, maybe. Just not great. And I was like, this is kind of boring, actually. Like... Not a big fan. And after, actually, it was probably 15 minutes of sitting down and talking. He's like, well, let's go. And I, I just kind of went along with it and felt like it was okay to leave. And he took me right home from there. Okay, shortest date maybe ever. Must have thought it was boring as well. That's not what made it terrible, though. Okay, we pull up to my driveway. Again, I'm still living with my parents at this point. He doesn't open my door or anything, but we're sitting in the car and I realized that I left my purse at the creamery and I said something. I was like, hey, guy, I, uh, I don't have my purse. I must have left it at the creamery. And also the creamery is how far away from your house? It's like 15-ish minutes, right? Okay. Not that far. Um, kind of far, but not really. And he looks at me and he's like... Okay, gets out of the car, gives me this super awkward side hug. He's like, well, hope you find your purse, and just, like, leaves me. And I go into the house, and my sister was there, and I tell her, and she's like, oh, my gosh, that is so rude. Also, what kinds of things do you carry in a purse? I think I have my phone, but you carry your wallet, your keys, and, like, a million other important things in your purse. Right. And it could have gotten stolen in the time that we left. Um, but especially, like, waiting longer. Yeah. Was it still in the booth you were at when you got there? So I went with my sister to go get it. 
And they, someone had turned it in, which was just like super nice and honest. So I was able to get it, but I came out of that date appalled. Just, I'm sure, I think that this guy probably had another date he was getting to. Yeah. But like, you should not be treated that way or treat people that way. So terrible date, terrible date. Okay. Well, let's talk about Harrison's worst date. Okay, I don't think this is, uh, for the record, this is not my worst date ever. I, but I'll also say, <laughs> I'll, I'll also say this. I went on a lot of dates in high school, um, but they were generally dates with people I knew really well um, and had a lot of fun. I really didn't have a lot of negative experiences with dates, which may mean that other people did dating me. But I don't think so. If you had fun, they probably had fun too. Yeah. That's like a good general rule, typically. I will say I had a lot of experience that, like, a lot of not great experiences with dates just because, I mean, he was on a mission and I was, I didn't go on a mission. I just stayed here and did school and dated. So I had a lot more opportunity to be asked on some terrible dates. Okay, well, let's talk about this date that wasn't particularly good. It was actually our first date. This happened our senior year. Our senior year. Yeah. Let's backtrack, though. We should... Let's tell... Okay. Okay, we're going to tell the story of how we met, so this date makes sense. It's a long story. It's a long story. Let me tell it. Okay, let me interject, at least. Perfect. (laughs) We... All right. Craziest story of our lives. So, my parents met Emily's parents at BYU because they lived in the same married housing. Um, Emily's parents lived with both my parents, and they were really good friends. Like, best friends. Yeah. They played games all the time, and they went and played pranks on other people. Yeah, and Emily's mom is my mom's best friend, honestly, to this day. And it goes both ways. So... Both of our parents found out they were pregnant at about the same time, and there it was. They always, announced it the same date to yeah, each other. It was. They got together and both had a surprise. Surprise! Wow, we're both pregnant. That is. That's just crazy. And Emily was born February tenth, um, and I was born March tenth. Yeah. So, I I have thought this was cool our whole lives. We were exactly a month apart. Yeah. Tell. T- Tell them about your scrapbook. What scrapbook? Oh, okay. Well, so I actually met Harrison the day he was born in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the other day we were making a joke. Harrison was trying to choose a place to work for the summer. And he's like, going with the first place you see is like marrying the first person you meet. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, that's me. Like, I'm actually the first person you met. So, when I was born, they didn't do my footprints in the hospital. So, they actually did them the day that Harrison was born at that hospital. So, that's a cute little souvenir that I have. So, we grew up. When we were little, we were best friends. Our parents got together and we played all the time. Yeah. When we learned to write, we started being pen pals, and that went on for years. Years. Like, actually, Harrison's letters are were some of the things I looked forward to most. I checked the mail pretty much every day of my life until I moved out of my parents' house for a letter from Harrison. 
Oh, man. I wish I would have sent more, but we have a binder full of them now. We yeah, we have a lot. Letters. So the key to us getting married was not talking a whole bunch in middle school and high school. Right. We really and didn't. Like, okay, big story. When we were, like, seven years old, Harrison took me aside, and he told me <sighs> that... Emily, I love you, and I always have. In that moment, <laughs> we were seven. It actually changed our lives, because if he had not said that to me, I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, Harrison, he's my good friend, and not cared beyond that for, like, ever. That was where I planted the seed. Planted the seed. And so in about eighth grade, yep. I was obsessed with Harrison. I was in love with him, and I was like, how am I going to tell him? I don't know, and I never did. Never. He knows now, but... (laughs) (laughs) What happened from there, Harrison? You go ahead. Uh, Middle school, high school, our bad date. Our bad date. All right, we've arrived. We've arrived at the date. So it wasn't good because... I was actually dating someone at that point in high school, and, and I think we had taken a break in that relationship, and my dad was like, hey, look, you've never taken Emily out on a date. I know you're not really wanting to do anything right now, but just take her out, you'll, you'll regret it. You know? Yeah. The- and I was like, okay, you're right. And we went ice skating, and Emily was really quiet the whole time, and it was kind of boring in that way for me. That was the worst... That's all it was for me. It was, oh, well, she didn't really talk much. Little did I know, Emily was mad at me. Well, not... Yeah, you were mad at me because I was dating someone. <laughs> that was part of it. So there were a few factors. I I heard the story about him dating this person through the mouth of my mom who heard it from his mom. So I knew all the details from there. And I also really cared about Harrison and I just wanted the best for him. So I was upset because I felt like he wasn't making a good choice, which probably sounds really terrible. Um, And I also didn't know how to act because I was like, he's dating someone. And on a lot of dates in high school, I was like pretty flirty and I had a lot of fun, but I didn't feel like I could do that with him at all because I knew he was seeing someone else and it would just be a lost cause. So I was quiet and just didn't know what to say. So that, there you go. Terrible dates, and then they can turn into something cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, after that date, I probably wouldn't have thought. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Here's the rest of our story real quick. We'll probably, maybe we'll tell a more detailed version later. But halfway through my mission, at that point in our lives, Emily and I had both gone through a really um, rough breakups. And I was really enjoying being a missionary. Um, and at, at that point, really, pretty much everyone's just kind of let you be out on your mission. and They don't really communicate with you. You're lucky if your parents write you every week. So I sent Emily a letter, and she replied. And, and he know, just asked how I was. And it was, I remember getting the letter. It was an email, and it came at this really pivotal time. I had been on a date a few days prior that kind of rocked my world in a really weird way. Um, and I was feeling kind of lost and like, what do I do? How do I move forward? 
And then I got this email from him and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know why, but I feel like this is a really important email. And he just, he wrote me out of the blue. And I'd written him a couple of times just to say like, hey, happy birthday. Like we're good friends. I'll just reach out to you, you know? Um, and then we wrote every single week um, through the end of his mission. Yeah, that was a huge to me. Yeah. I realized like, hey, this is someone that really cares. Someone I can trust. Yeah. And so really at that point, that's what I really wanted. Yeah. And it was crazy for me too, because every week I, I would wait until like the night before I knew he would be able to open his emails to write him so I could give him like a detailed update of the week, which wasn't as detailed as he would have liked. Um, <laughs> Just like everything that's happening minus like actual details from your life. Yeah. Um, and every week I just felt like I, I had to write him. There was like an alarm in my head that went off that was like, Hey, you're going to forget. You better write him. And I think there was one week I forgot, but he wrote me still. And then I realized that it was as important to him as it was to me that I was writing him. It was something I, it seriously kept me going through that entire year. Um, and I wasn't waiting for him or anything. Um, I was still going out with lots of people trying to figure things out and then I actually had started dating someone right when Harrison got home but I was still at the airport when he came home because he's like my best friend and I wasn't sure what was going on I was sick like sick with what I should do with um this other relationship I was in like really I didn't know anything about it and just moved forward as usual and asked you out yeah, and then we went out, and I was like, oh, it's just a friend thing. Just a friend thing. Just Come a on. friend thing. Just it a, wasn't. a friend thing of a guy I've been writing for a year. Yeah. And then the other guy, for some out-of-the-blue reason, just broke up with me the next week. It lasted, like, what, two weeks? It was weeks? really short. It was, like, it was a fun time, but it wasn't, like, a crazy good relationship or anything. Mm-hmm. So then things just kind of went from there, and it was so fun. Like... If there's any advice I could give to you guys, if you guys are dating someone and wondering if you should get married, is if it's full of light and, like, you're not feeling super anxious or a lot of weird pressure, and if it just feels good, go for it. Yeah. I'll I'll say this. um, Like... Emily was definitely moving forward faster than I was with the relationship. Um, and that's fine. It's great. I, like, I wanted to take it slow, and that's, in my opinion, that's a great way to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also thought it out, like, okay, well, where do I see myself a year from now? And it was definitely, like, okay, broken up or married. Right. Um, Which was crazy. We if, were really careful going into our relationship. Yeah, well, just we'd known each other for forever, and our families are so close. Yeah. And we said, I mean, I, the, okay, the first night that I even, like, kissed Emily, I thought, okay, you know, there's a good chance you could get married. Is that something you'd be okay with? (laughs) Right? Like, I mean, is that, like, a path you even want to go down? And so, yeah, I think you need to approach any relationship that way. Like, is this a person I could marry? Yeah. That's a really good question to ask. And if, you, if you're like, well, I guess so. If you feel like you're settling, freaking get out of there. <laughs> I had some instances where I was 
definitely settling and talking myself into things. Don't do that. You're gonna create misery for yourself, whether it's just in your dating or actually in your marriage. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay, well, Harrison, is there any closing, like, dating advice you wanna give? I have some good dating advice here. I think it's pretty good. Okay. This kind of came from a lot of it from my mission and also from things I've learned at work. Um, just kind of about how you should conduct yourself as a person with people. Okay, number one is be confident. There's no reason you shouldn't be confident and confidence will literally improve every area of your life. It's like the number one thing to have. It's actually so true. And you're. this is going to sound super cliche in like every Instagram quote ever. But if you're confident, you're going to attract the right people for you. Yeah. I mean, people, people want to be around a confident person because they want what you have. Yeah. Um, for, for an example, if you're a, so I work in sales and if you look, if you're not confident, people don't want what you have. They don't want to buy whatever it is because it's, it's just the wrong vibe that they'll get from you. So yeah, confidence is number one then yeah dating is like sales um rejection is the name of the game but the more rejection you come across the closer you'll be to reach a yes or however many yeses you're looking for i guess um yeah so don't worry about it honestly like doesn't mean you're not good enough it just means you're not in the right place at the right time with the right person yeah and that's fine if I mean, if you were compatible with most people, that'd be freaking crazy. So I think that's really good advice. And I think when I was dating, rejection is one of the things I was most scared of. But remember, if if someone doesn't, if, if someone breaks up with you or it doesn't express interest, it's not your fault. It just means that you're different from what they need or what they're looking for. Yeah, that's it. It's not about you. It's about them. Right. And, and I mean, unless you're not conducting yourself properly, right? That's true. That is true. Um, Be your the, best. If you're the best version of yourself, then sure. Um, but you, if you're too kind, sometimes people can actually find that boring. Sure. You know? I think that was me. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. If I'm well, that here, I'll talk about that in a second. But, um, okay, find someone that you can disagree with and discuss things with. It's, it's okay if you disagree on a lot of things, as long as it's not going to conflict with your lifestyle. Um, but is this also a person that can sit down and, like, seriously talk about things with you? So, yeah, that's really important. Um, yeah, so my last point here, and I got this from Jordan Peterson. He says, don't be afraid to be assertive. Being nice is important, but being too agreeable can be boring, actually. So here's an example. Um, you think, okay, being nice is what makes people like you. You go out, you're really nice, and maybe, you know, you don't express enough of opinion. It's too much of a, I don't know, what do you want to do? <laughs> you know, and until it's like, well, I, I don't want to have, no one wants to have the burden of decision making entirely upon themselves. So, okay, you face rejection with that and you think, oh, gee, I, I wasn't nice enough and it can actually turn into something where 
you kind of can let people walk all over you there. So I think that kind of stems from the, the confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, be coming to your own and don't let fr- be afraid to let your opinions fly because they will, right? Yeah. So. I was in a relationship once where we both were actually like that, where we both were like, whoa, what do you want? What do you want to do? It was not good. It spiraled into just like when it was time to make decisions, it was terrible. It was so bad. So be assertive and find someone who matches you. Like you don't want someone that you can just push around all the time. You want someone who's going to stand up and fight back. Maybe not fight back, but like balance you. Balance you. Push back. That way you're, you're a team, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my dating advice. I think, yeah, I mean, here's an example. So I remember the first girl to get married from my high school that was kind of within my friend group. Um, her name's Rachel. I went and I told a friend about it who really doesn't have any social media. And he says, oh, well, I'm not surprised. Rachel always knew what she wanted. Mm. you know yeah and so she knew what she was looking for and that's also really attractive yeah here's I think I mean we're running out of time here I along with what you just said Harrison I will give probably one of the most valuable pieces of dating advice that I have so when I was dating I was seeing a lot of guys It wasn't going anywhere. It was super frustrating. I went on a ton of first dates and I just, I wasn't finding what I was looking for. I felt like no one was finding me interesting enough. It was just kind of a really terrible um, circle. And finally, one day I said to myself, Emily, you realize that you've lowered your standards for what you are looking for in a guy. And I sat down with myself, I wrote out just a list of the most important qualities that I needed in a future spouse. And I was, I tried to be generous, but picky enough to get what I wanted. Like, I didn't put hair color on there. Does that really matter? If it really matters to you, maybe put it, but I, it was qualities I wanted in the person. And that changed everything for me. Really knowing what I was looking for, what I wanted, um, really changed my dating. I, I changed my approach and I ended up feeling really productive and a lot happier with myself and with what was happening with dating. And pretty shortly after that, Harrison and I actually started dating and it was amazing because he fit everything on my list everything and um it was just because I had a reevaluation moment like I I just needed to know Emily what do you want you guys figure out what you want um any last words Harrison no all right you guys happy Valentine's Day uh have fun do something fun watch a movie I don't know but thanks for tuning into Honey Chips and for all of your participation, your comments, everything. I appreciate it so much. Have a great week.